Welcome to the Confidence Company Show. My name is Kelsey Padigos, and I am obsessed with helping leaders transform their self-doubt into certainty by diving deep into their subconscious minds. I do this through the tools of hypnosis, transformational coaching, neurolinguistic programming, and energy therapies. I am here to help you start doing the inner work to heal, grow, and expand your mind. If you are ready to remove the limits and blocks that have been keeping you small and finally ready to claim your dream life as your destiny, then this podcast is for you. Are you ready to unleash your confidence? Come with an open mind and let's get started. Awesome. Yay. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to welcome a special gift, a guest who is a gift <laughs> to the show. Um, <laughs> today we have Holly Pickerel. She is a heart-centered mentor, a home business, and Instagram coach. And I'm so excited to have her here to talk to us about attracting, being a magnet on social media. So this is so wonderful for all the entrepreneurs out there. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Kelsey. I am really excited to be here and just feel very aligned to be here with you based on what you are already about, which is, you know, your, your headspace, what you're thinking and how you're feeling and all of those things. And so I just feel great about this. I can't wait to talk. Yay. Yeah. It's, um, Something that a lot of entrepreneurs, I think, are grabbing onto, but still are not completely aware how important, you know, the, the, the mindset is with all this stuff. So, yes. Okay. Well, why don't yeah. you tell everyone where your accent's from? Because it's so adorable. And that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> where are you from? <laughs> yeah. So, I realize my accent, sound, my, it sounds like cornbread. So to be honest, I'm from Glasgow, Kentucky, <laughs> and I'm very proud of that. That's part of the branding I have allowed to be okay with, for sure. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm obsessed with your accent. And we met, just so everyone knows, we met at a retreat in Arizona through Joy Harrington. And mm-hmm. um, ever since I was in your energy, it was like, oh my gosh, you're just like sunshine in skin you know <laughs> just like oh <laughs> uh, thank you Kelsey I, I love that and I will happily receive that compliment <laughs> I love it okay so why don't you start out by telling us what exactly you do and that can lead to your journey getting there where do where does your yeah. journey <laughs> Yeah, well, my background is actually in teaching. So I am a former elementary educator, so former fourth grade math and science teacher. And um, while I loved what I did with my students and the relationships I had there, I knew it was not meant to be my forever. And, you know, when I had my small children, it was time for me to embrace more flexibility for my schedule. And that led me to 
um, network marketing. I found a really great network marketing company that aligned with my values with health and just fell in love with being able to network with like-minded people and share my product online. So that's really where I developed a passion for social media. I was drawn to it. I think in another world, I would have been a broadcast journalist, maybe. (laughs) Um, I'm very passionate about speaking publicly and being on camera. It's a strength of mine. And um, just being able to connect with people from the palm of my hand was wonderful for me. And that season of being at home with a two-year-old and a newborn. And so after experiencing a lot of success in network marketing and successfully coaching my my direct sales organization with social media and doing some trainings for our company as a whole, I really realized I could do so much more with this, but I really didn't have the map or the compass for how to birth that. I I knew I was drawn to coaching and it was actually our coach, our mutual coach, Joy Harrington, that has helped me to kind of bring that to life this year. And so that's really led me to such a passion with Instagram coaching. I am helping women just like me um, who maybe struggle with finding their authenticity voice to cultivate and build their own brand online. And so I'm actually helping women who have a passion to target and uh, speak to their ideal client to be able to embrace their own authenticity, to ditch the online grind and show up as exactly who they are um, so that they can attract and serve their ideal audience well um, and have the business success and results that they want. So it's been wonderful to be able to to branch into that and to make that transition. And I just know that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. Oh, And I can feel it. And I love your perspective. I love what you said, that it's just like having that at the palm of your hand, because it truly is the perspective that you have on social media and what it can do for you. And I've seen so many women and myself included, just having this daunting feeling when it comes to social media. And of course, that has to do with um, our own stuff underneath that's hidden. So... What do you think, what do you see that is like the biggest struggle that women have when it comes to showing up on social media? Oh my goodness. I mean, we could talk, we could spend our whole podcast on this, Kelsey. (laughs) We're really good. Um, You know, so many different things from comparison to analysis paralysis, you know, wanting to get started, not knowing what to do, so not doing anything. But honestly, when I back it up, even beneath that, I think one of the biggest struggles that I've heard from most all women in some form or the other, no matter at what level that they're at, it's this, it's that thought of who am I? What do I have to offer? Or why would anyone listen to me? Whether it's at a beginning emergent level of just getting started and why would anybody want to watch what I'm doing or what I have to offer or am I really an expert? Would people really want to listen to me? Or even as people are leveling up and leveling up into different versions of their business, thinking, but how, who am I to show up at this level? Uh, Who am I to show up in that way? Who am I to switch what I want to talk about or who am I to expand on this? And just being overly concerned with really what people think of them and kind of building and basing their online presence around external thoughts, opinions, expectations, and perceptions that we literally have no way of knowing or controlling. And so it's honestly, I see women kind of leave their own body 
and try to put themselves in other people's bodies and then try to become what's going to fit for that instead of just showing up as authentically themselves, knowing I do have something to offer. Because the reality is, you know, you are a human being. And because you are a human being, people want to be a part of that. People come to social media for connection. You know, they want to connect with others, whether it's to learn from them, to see their life, to be inspired. Um, so being a human being means you have a life curriculum that you get to teach from. And that does make you an expert in those things. And that's what you have to offer. But I think most women that I have talked to on some level really struggle with that. Who am I to go here and to say that? Or why would somebody want to listen to me? Do I have permission to is another one that I hear quite often. Mm, yeah. Have, have you ever struggled with any of that? Oh, all of it. <laughs> yeah. Same, same. Yeah. I think definitely, um, the one that stands out to me. Yeah. Who am I to do this? And that fear of like, there's someone else doing it. That's something that I've really gotten. I've done a lot of work around where I'm so proud of myself for getting on the other side of it. Like, Oh my gosh, that was such a lie. Like thinking that I, I can't do it because someone else does. Right. Or if someone out there has that belief that like they're putting themselves out as whatever kind of coach, like there's already someone else doing it. Why would I do that? Like, what do I have Mm -hmm. to offer? Just like you said, It's like, uh, it's, you have so much to offer, right? That is a lie that is deceiving you for sure. So Mm -hmm. I definitely, definitely have gone through that. Mm. So how would you, what would you say to that woman who feel, who's like comparing herself? Because I feel like that's what I mean, you did, you did just say a lot, but what else specifically would you say to that woman who's like, comparing herself to everyone online. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think I would want to dig underneath that. You know, a big portion of what I do is not just strategy. I think there are a lot of coaches who are out there teaching strategy and I do that, of course, but I think I would just encourage her to dig under the mindset. Like what is the thought beneath that? Um, What, what is, what is the need that's trying to be met by comparing Um, I know for me personally, and I'll share a very transparent story, but for me, most of my comparison was triggered by thinking I had to follow someone else's blueprint to create my own. And it was also the need and the desire to be inspired, right? I'm going to come here to create content, but first I've got to get inspired by someone else. And while there's nothing wrong with that, I think that it can become a very unhealthy thing when we're going to social media and we're consuming someone else's work before we create our own or before we create our own relationships, our own DMs, our own responses to messages, whatever it is that you're there to create. It doesn't always have to be content. Sometimes it's just conversations in the DM. And so I think if somebody's comparing, I would just want to dig underneath like what is there? What what is what's underneath your desire to compare? Um and do you think that she has something that you don't? And let's dig into all the strengths that you do bring to the table that make you unique because branding in itself is what is, what are the unique stories and the unique brand pillars, the unique 
um, gifts that you have that you can bring to marketing or to, to social media and that you can use to bless, inspire, educate, engage, and encourage other people. And that's going to be so different than hers. So if we're not careful, we will start to become just like the people that we even follow on social media. It's why so many social media accounts, uh, unfortunately, look the same. Um, it's because we're, we're so busy sometimes comparing. So I would just say, let's dig underneath that. What's the thought there? Yeah. I love that. I love that you touched on, um, I need to get inspired by someone else's content. Oh my gosh. And I found myself doing that like unconsciously, right? Mm -hmm. Like a pattern, like, oh my gosh, I don't know what, I was not aware of it, but I was like, okay, I like what they said. So how can I say this in my words? Um, Because I need to be like them or because I need to show up in that way or I want to be seen like them. But then that can, that takes up so much energy. Oh my God. When you're trying to be not something that's not you, right. And you're trying to twist and tweak some, someone else's words and experience and apply it to yourself. That can take so much more energy than this process that you're talking about of like coming back to you and as realizing how unique you are and how much the world needs your uniqueness. That's that's when your energy explodes, right? Yeah. That's what you're teaching. That's why, you know, that's why it's magnetic. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about that because you're here to teach women how to be magnetic versus Mm -hmm. repelling. So what is repelling? Let's start with that. What repels people? So for people who have online businesses, what are the things that they're doing that's repelling business and clients away? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, it's interesting because you can use this connotation in one of two ways. Like repelling can be a good thing for your business. And so I want to talk about that in a minute. But most of the things that I see online that repel, I mean, I think first of all, it's um, being overly focused on sales, being overly focused on this push energy, um, always coming to the page, maybe with what you're offering, what you're selling, what your service is. Uh, So you're basically always talking to someone that would be a hot market prospect. But the problem is, is your followers, they're not all hot prospects ready to buy, right? Some are warmed up. Maybe they're already interested and warmed up to you. They like you, trust you. Um, they, They know you a little bit, but some are completely cold, especially if you're brand new to this and you're building from the beginning. So I think you have to know, like, how do I create content that speaks to both my hot, but also my warm and my cold market? How do I create things that, you know, teach others that share a tip, that share things of value? And then how do I also show up and show the results? But most importantly, how do I come to social media and despite being a business owner, still be a human being? I think we all tend to forget, business owner or not, we all tend to forget sometimes that we have to put the social back in social media. And so if I were to just speak to this, I think one of the most repelling things is when, um, you know, there, there isn't any engagement or opportunity to really seek out engagement. There isn't any opportunity for being social. It's more of just here I am, look at me, here's what this is. Um, and I mean, obviously, there's some some practices that are incredibly repelling for sure. Um, not creating content of value, I think, is the most repelling thing right now because people have come to expect that. They want to come to social media and consume something that helps them and blesses them. So I think that's that's probably the most repelling thing I can think about. Uh, when it comes to being a business owner and not being able to attract that. But 
more importantly than even that, it's when you come to social media and you think that you have to look like someone else or do it like she did because success lifts clues and you need to follow her breadcrumb over there. <laughs> and you're going to be following a breadcrumb when you can come over here and you've got the whole ingredients for the whole dang loaf inside of you. <laughs> so not taking the time. To, to really mine out who you are and the authentic energy and the authentic offer and personality and humanity that you bring to that space. I think that becomes repelling it. What happens is when people are like when you're chasing after and doing something that someone else is doing in ways that are so untrue to you, people are going to follow you and they may not engage or they may not stick around because for whatever reason, something just feels off. Like they may not be able to put their finger on it, but something just feels off and it may not feel off on day one or even on week one, but maybe by month one of following you and feeling that things just seem misaligned or inconsistent, um, that can be very repelling over time. I know I've done that for sure. In my early stages, I wanted to, I thought that I had to have this presence to be in the health and wellness space. I thought that I needed to have my act cleaned up more than I did. And so I kind of stopped showing the times that we ate junk food. I stopped showing up and, you know, being honest about the fact that we still ate fast food. And it was almost like I was hiding this portion of my life because I wasn't willing to be seen in that. And so I was kind of unintentionally repelling people who actually would have loved to work with me and would have loved to buy my products that I was sharing at the time because they wanted to know that you don't have to be perfect to be a part of this offering. But I was unwilling to show that. I thought I had to come and show up as something that I wasn't. And I didn't have the best success there because it felt off, not just to me, but to them. So I would have to say disingenuity, like, you know, being someone else is also something that can be extremely repelling as a business owner. And it gives people that feeling of, well, I just don't know what it is, but I don't know that I want to watch your story today, <laughs> you know, or I don't know that I trust her to work with her. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's when the energetics of it all really come into play and in having that magnetic energy. And I think it's like 55% of our communication is through body language. So, yes. Like we're reading each other's bodies subconsciously. So if yes. my body senses that in your body or whatever, you know, then that like our body knows, <laughs> can feel that offness. That you're yes. Okay. So before you talk about magnetism, can you touch on the different markets? Educate us a little bit about cold, warm, <laughs> and hot markets. Yeah, so this is really fun. And I don't hear a lot of coaches out there really speak to this, but it changes everything for how you create content when you're aware of this. So you basically have three different types of people who are following you. If you're a business owner, you're offering a product or a service there. Um, and your goal, obviously, is to generate revenue. It's to create sales. It's to create income. We love the relationships and the time in the DM, but the ultimate goal is you earn an income there. So you have to know your three types of audiences. So your cold market, this is the person who maybe they do not know you from Adam. Maybe they're someone who doesn't even follow you or they're a new follow to you, but you know nothing about them and they maybe don't know a whole lot about you. So they're not warmed up at all to 
you or even what you offer. Your warm market, those are people who have a little bit of like, trust, and no factor with you. Maybe they know you off the platform already, so they're warm when they follow you. Or they followed you long enough to see your lifestyle or to see that you care about your customers and your clients and you provide free value or different things to share. So those people are warm. Those are the type of people who it wouldn't surprise you if one day they sent you a message and said, hey, will you tell me about your next package or your next course offering? Or, hey, I would be interested to learn more about this. Then your hot market. Those are people who they could be ready to buy any day. So each of those three types of people need three very different pieces of content. And if you can create content on rotation to serve both of them on both your posts and your stories, create highlights for these people, everything you can do to serve them, you're going to really be moving people along and funneling very well into sales. So your cold market, they need to see you embodying the result that they desire. So let's say you are a coach. They need to see you working through practices yourself. They need to see that you're coaching and leading yourself. They need you to show up and be transparent about your own struggles and how you work through them or share your transformation story over the past few years. Um, Your warm market, they need to see practical tips and tricks that they can implement now that may not have anything to do with buying from you. So perfect example, when I was in the wellness industry, I shared so many easy recipes that moms and kids could make together because I worked with a family-friendly product line. And so just by doing that, it warmed them up. They could trust me. They started making recipes in their home that I had shared and tagging me on their stories. If you go and look at my stories now, I have people who shared a recipe from yesterday who know me for that. Um, And as you warm those people up, it's the like, know, and trust factor that's going to lead to them becoming a hot market client because most all people, over 70% of people buy from you, not because you're an expert, but because they like, know, and trust you. And so your hot market, they need you to know you can answer their questions. They need you to take your frequently asked questions and turn it into IGTVs. They need you to get in the DMs and uh, to get in your stories and start addressing some of the reasons why people may uh, be hesitant to complete the buy or to complete the purchase. Like, what is it that's holding them back from taking that next step? They need to see you answering that for them, and they do need to see your expertise and, you know, the end result of you caring for people and, and getting them across that finish line of becoming a client who loves and is happy to pay to work with you. So, keeping that on rotation, I think sometimes we come to social media and we're like, okay, I need Four reels, four reels this week. I need two carousel posts. I need one IGTV and I need five stories a week. Let's go. But you have to think about the context of who. Who is everything. And when you know who you're serving, that is also incredibly magnetic. That's how you wake up to people who are in your DM saying, tell me more. Or, hey, I'm ready to go. Or, hey, I am new here, but I want to know about that thing you shared the other day. Even if it's not your service or product and that engagement and that relationship over time is going to turn into the sales and the, the, the monetized platform for sure. So yeah, what do you think about all that? I want to hear from you. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. And I've heard you talk about it before. And since I've become aware of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And it makes me feel again, more certain and like, makes me feel even more confident in what yeah. to say. And the and the content I'm creating instead of, you know, coming from like, oh my gosh, what do I need to post today? To like having that strategy. This is where the strategy is really important. Yeah. So like 
I realized when I learned about all this and I started implementing, I realized I was living in that hot and warm market place, but I wasn't growing my account very well because I wasn't really creating content for my cold market. Like I wasn't showing them enough testimonials, enough positive customer stories, enough like transformation journeys, the vision of where I was, and how I am, you know, how things are now. And so um, being aware of that can also share, can also just show you like, what, who are you leaving out in your messaging and in your marketing? That's powerful. Do you see one that a lot of people leave out or forget about, or does it, it depends on the person? I think it depends on the person. So, you know, for me, with my background in teaching, I could live in more market because I love to teach about anything and everything. I will teach you how to do anything you want to know. And I'm good at it. And so I could live in more market. I could live in hot market sometimes because I really enjoy answering objections and presenting that in a way that makes sense to you and communicating that. Um, Cold market doesn't come as natural for me. And here's why. One of the things that has held me back from being authentic on social media is this limiting belief. And Kelsey, you could totally dig into this with me, like with my own mind. I need to talk to you about this. Is this limiting belief that says, if I shine, I will shine in someone else's eye and it will hurt them. And so cold market has been a challenge for me because it was hard for me to say like, here is my success or here, here's what I have done for other people. Here is what is possible for you when you work with me. It was hard for me to shine in that way, but becoming aware of that has made the biggest difference. So I think it just depends on your personality. Uh, maybe like me, your limiting beliefs. Um, all those things can come into factor for sure. Yeah, and I'm so glad you brought that up because that is something that I see all the time and one that I've worked yeah. through myself. And I think it's, mm-hmm. a, it's one, it's a belief that, not only just women, although I think most women feel this way, but I think it's a whole societal cultural belief that's been instilled in us that like, um, if you, you can't outshine someone else, like don't brag or boast about your gifts and talents. Like that's not okay. Right. And that it's more, um, it's more, um, not, I guess, humbling or more attractive to put yourself down, right? Kind of be self-deprecating in order to make someone else comfortable. You don't want to make anyone else uncomfortable because of success, right? And so that is something subconsciously that I think gets in a way of a lot of people showing up authentically online. Yes. Yes. Online and offline. Like this is a life thing for sure. (laughs) Because like what, the way you show up in one thing is the way you show up in everything. Yeah. yeah. The truth is, is that when you do shine, it gives permission for everyone, right? Absolutely. It doesn't take away from anyone else. So. Yeah, absolutely. So what, with that, what do you think has been your most challenging, um, your most challenge, like your biggest challenge with this online business, entrepreneurial journey? Mm, Oh gosh, that's a really easy question for me. I feel like because I've had so much um, growth here this year, it makes me really excited to talk about how far I've come with this. But I think my biggest challenge online has absolutely been authenticity, which I think is kind of hilarious that that is included in the name of my course. But when I think about 
what lesson I've learned there. Like, what are the biggest lessons you've learned without social media? I would still be struggling with this. So I'm, I'm deeply grateful for the gift that this has given me and having to figure this out. Um, I just wanted everybody to like me. I mean, I was very addicted to likes. I, I was active on Facebook even before I was a business owner. And I've always had a knack for storytelling and creating inspiring content. And I, I didn't realize it, but I was really addicted to the validation of that. Mm-hmm. So when I transitioned from just being a regular person there who had no business connected to what she was doing, and suddenly I wanted to occupy the space as a business owner, I struggled with the fact that just because what I share is for everyone, not everyone is going to like it, approve it, or validate it. And so I found myself in the early days, I, I told somebody the other day, I wandered around for 2.5 years on Instagram <laughs> before I really knew what I was doing with myself. And, you know, even that was a part of the story. Um, if I could, I would have gone back and hired a coach so sooner, but you, you get what you're ready for. But I just wandered around trying to create content that people would like more so than would help people, would help target and attract my ideal people who wanted to work with me. And in watering myself down and in watering myself, my message down so that it would be liked and approved, I attracted no one, you know, because when you're trying to speak to everybody, you speak to nobody. And so that's why earlier I mentioned this repelling thing. Sometimes repelling people is good because the reality is as a business owner, you should be repelling people in some ways as you show up authentically. And with your brand, you are going to repel people who are not ever meant to work with you in that way or are meant to work with someone else. That's that's how there's enough for all of us in this piece of the abundant pie called life. We are all doing our own thing, attracting the right people, serving the people who are aligned with us. And there's going to be some repelling that goes along with that. And that is okay. So I feel like my biggest struggle has been this journey of authenticity and learning that I don't have to show three pieces of myself here, four pieces here. Oh, only one piece here. Oh, today it's seven pieces. And I don't have to create content for anybody else other than the people that I am meant to serve and help. Um, And that starts with being authentically who I am and loving that person and healing that little girl inside when she doesn't love who that is because there's a lesson in there. So, authenticity has been the biggest lesson for me (laughs) and I'm deeply grateful that social media has brought it out yeah it definitely has a way of bringing up all your stuff but I love that oh my gosh and thank you for being so vulnerable and telling us and being authentic with us it's so yeah okay well then let's lead into attracting so what Mm -hmm. is going to make us magnetic and attract what we actually want in the ideal clients that we want or business? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, it's an inside job, really. <laughs> it's really an inside job. I think, first of all, it really starts with you. You know, as a business owner, you are your business. And so, you know, some of the things that I jotted down here are just, number one, knowing yourself knowing yourself and loving all the pieces of yourself that have given you your unique life curriculum that you're meant to bring to the world um, and healing those places where you don't, Uh, managing your energy and honoring your intuition. Um, When you are meant to attract online, most of the time it's going to come from you listening to the nudges, 
that maybe don't make sense today. Like, oh, I'm, I need to create content about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> or wait a minute, you want me to send a message to this person or, or engage with that person? Or oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust that and I'm I'm gonna honor it. And so I think a big piece of attraction is you know, listening to your intuition and managing your energy and realizing that that comes first. We want to get it out of order. And sometimes we want to go in creation mode before we we take care of what's inside. And so I think prioritizing really your own care and kindness to yourself matters too, because we're not machines, we're human beings. And the more that we show up in that space as a human being, the more we're going to be able to authentically attract who we're meant to serve. And so I think too, it's really, really, really knowing exactly who your person is. And I think business owners oftentimes want to say, but what I have is for everybody. And yes, you're right. It may be for everybody, but who are you best meant to serve? Um, and being able to speak directly to that person uh, really is what sets you apart. Mm-hmm. And it attracts and it magnetizes those things to you. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us maybe one or a couple nudges from your intuition that did not make sense and maybe scared you? <laughs> Absolutely. But when you did it, it was like what exactly what you needed to do. Yeah, a lot of those have come with like the network that I have been meant to build. You know, it really, really has been a lot of it's come from the network that I've been meant to build online that have in turn helped me to grow and to build my business or to have the the resources I needed. So um, my friend in my network marketing business, Jill Herman, actually invited um, Joy on a podcast of hers. And I heard Joy on a podcast. She's my business coach and your business coach too. And I remember on that podcast thinking, Hmm, I need to go follow her. And I went and I followed her. And from day one of following her, I sent her a message to just tell her how much I enjoyed her podcast and immediately began engaging with her. And of course I'm thinking, wow, she has a very successful business. I'm probably not going to hear from her. That's okay. I had no expectation there. And I rarely ever do that. Um, you know, I do send messages and encourage people sometimes, but that that was just a little unusual for me uh, that day in particular. And so I sent the message and then I had a response from her, you know, within the next day. And I thought, oh, wow. And then the very next day, I saw that she was hosting a retreat at her home. And I, I, I found her from Instagram. And so knowing her, not at all, I had never done anything like this. I'd never gone away to a business retreat like this that was disconnected from my network marketing company or from people I knew. And I was like, I need to be here. (laughs) Within like a week, I booked the trip. And I mean, it was within like 10 days from hearing her podcast. I went to her house, did not know a soul, felt like a crazy person. My entire family was like, are you like, is this safe? Is this, this going to be good? Like, is she a real person? And I'm like, yeah, she's a real person. I promise. And so went and that very first retreat I went to just back in February, I mean, Kelsey, it changed my life. And a lot of times I find that like God is always giving us nudges. A lot of times online, we're just maybe not paying attention to the right things. And um, there at the retreat, I ended up hiring her as my business coach and since then, um, she has helped me launch my second business. We've made multiple four figures from this business in a six-week period. It's been so exciting. And I have found a new passion that I'm really enjoying and honestly have been nudged to do for over a year and a half now, but didn't have the map 
for how to do it. And that's the gift that Joy gave me. So that is probably the biggest nudge. Um, But even, you know, at times where I have been led intuitively to be very direct and to share my offer with people, I do not cold message or cold market message people at all. But sometimes I've been very inspired to reach out into my warm market just because I have these nudges and there's always been something behind it. Um, in my network marketing business, I actually have a woman who in the past, you know, in the past six weeks has taken off and has launched and it all started with a random message, just reaching out to ask her if she would be open to taking a look at something based on something that she said that I thought might be able to help her with, you know, my offer might be able to help her with. So, I mean, just trust those nudges because I mean, really every person in my, my direct sales organization I think they all came from a social media nudge. Um, Some of my biggest business builders in our organization came from that. So, yeah, and that didn't make sense for me. Someone who's a little more meek when it comes to being direct and messaging in that way. So you have to lean in and trust it because it leads to really beautiful places. Yeah, and I'm so glad you trusted your intuition, not only for your success, because I got to meet you there. (laughs) I know, we wouldn't know each other. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. Yeah. And okay. So the energy behind taking those nudges and inviting those people, um, is so different (laughs) than like, than checking off a check mark on your to-do list, you know? And that's Mm -hmm. where I think just speaking to network marketing, I've done network marketing in the Mm -hmm. past and now I do social retail, but I help a lot of people in network marketing. And so I do this a lot and I'm sure you do too Uh, with that culture, or maybe it's just like the team that they're on or what they're, you know, what they're Mm -hmm. being taught on how to build their business in network marketing. Yeah. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. What would you say to like those types of people? (laughs) I would encourage them to like come to this side. (laughs) I would lovingly invite them over to this side because we want to raise the standard of that profession for sure. We want to, we want to raise the standard of how that industry is perceived. And, um, and also because it's so much easier. It doesn't seem like it would be easier because you're working less. Essentially you're not sending, you know, 50 messages a day or whatever you're, thing is I mean even just thinking about that I'm like oh you know um I was never attracted to that even in my beginning days of network marketing but I would just really encourage those people to look at how can you be a lighthouse create content that blesses and serves and warms up your market and if you are messaging people to offer things um, in the way that I just described, make sure that they're warm, you know, make sure that the, the like, the trust and the no is there first and lean into your intuition and listen to what it says. If you don't feel like it's wise or if you don't feel like it's a good choice, there's a reason there, you know, and, and it's, that's very different too than self-sabotage and, you know, being timid or, afraid to get out of your comfort zone. There's a big difference between listening to your intuition and, you know, just being bold and, you know, (laughs) going out there and just taking action. I mean, it's a very, very different energy because it feels right. It feels natural. It feels easier. It feels like a genuine conversation you would have if they were sitting across from you 
having coffee. I mean, it's just a totally different vibe when you work in your warm market that you've already worked to create. You know, attraction marketing, I think sometimes people confuse attraction marketing and think that that's just creating content and sitting back for people to come. Attraction marketing includes engagement, you know, getting in the DMs and building conversations first, Um, you know, not in a skeezy, spammy way because you have something that you want to get them for, but because you're a human being and care about people. Um, And so I would say work within your warm market first. And if you don't have a warm market, then it's your job to take your cold market and to warm them up. Um, And you need to do that first for sure. So good. Mm -hmm. You're so right. I think a lot of people think that attraction market, attraction marketing is when you just sit back and everyone's going to come to me now. No, you still have to take action. (laughs) Yes. Taking the action in alignment, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So what would you recommend to someone who is starting out on this, who like, is like, okay, I want to do this, but I don't know where to start. Where do they start? (laughs) Yeah. So I think the first thing I would recommend, if I could go back and if I could talk to myself, it would be work with a coach and stop trying to figure thing, everything out on your own. would I mean I wandered around and I did all the free trainings and watched all the bull and oh she's doing it this way so that's how it needs to be done oh wait a minute no that didn't work for me so oh she did it this way so that that's how it needs to be done oh wait a minute that didn't work for me so I would just have to say like just invest invest in proper training invest in mentorship invest in maybe a group course if you feel like that's a better space for you than even a one-on-one coach invest because you will save yourself so much time and energy and you will earn so much more money quicker easier when you work with someone who can help bring out the best in you so it's really really exciting when you do that it becomes funner and freer and it takes out a lot of the guesswork and I think the second thing that I would tell people is just get started being social There is no business strategy or tip behind getting to know people, being a cheerleader on social media, rooting for people because that is in your heart, Uh, giving to people in some way, even on their own content, sharing their content, putting their content and resharing a a quote in your stories like, you know, you can bless and give back to people even before you know what you're doing or have your own business strategy. Even as you're learning, you can become that person that people do like know and trust because you put that out there first, you know, you give what you, you get what you give. So get social before anything and prioritize that all the way through your journey, not just in the beginning. I think that's another thing that we tend to forget when we grow and reach a certain point is we forget to go back and be social and we miss out on so many other future opportunities because we think we have outgrown that. Whereas if we'll just keep that piece, we'll keep growing, but yeah, definitely hire a coach and get on social media and be social for sure. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Tell us all about your upcoming course coming up. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so my upcoming course is called, can you still hear me, Kelsey? Yes. Okay, great. My upcoming course is called Attract Authentically. And so it is a 30-day course designed to take the guesswork out of social media for you. It's designed to help you ditch the online grind to show up as authentically yourself, creating content that feels good to you. 
right? Because let's face it, just because reels are the hottest thing out there, maybe you're not meant to get on there and shake your shake your fanny around. That may not be you, <laughs> right? So we need to figure out what you are meant to do, even if it's not dancing on a reel. You know, you can figure this out without having to look like a copycat version of everybody else. Um, and it's also meant to bring women together in collaboration so that we can work and grow together. Um, I also have a really great one-on-one VIP package that goes along with this so that you can work with me individually for a personalized personalized Instagram audit um, and gain some of that hot, warm, and cold market idea generation for content that we mentioned earlier. So the course is really designed to help take the guesswork out of social media and empower you with the mindset skills and even just the knowledge of what makes you you to show up in a way that is magnetic and is free and is attractive for sure. Oh my gosh. Yes. Everyone needs to go yeah. see that. Where can people find you? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at, at Holly Pickerel. And if this is something that interests you, just direct message me. I would love to talk to you one-on-one. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for sharing all of this amazing um, information and educating us and just blessing us with you and your authenticity. I appreciate you so much. Oh, Kelsey, it is an honor to be here. And I am so humbled that you would invite me to share me with your listeners. So thank you. It is a pleasure. Oh, I love you. Okay. Thank you everyone for listening, tuning in with us. And if you love this episode, please take a screenshot of it and tag both Holly and I, and let us know what you loved about this. Tell Holly what your greatest takeaway is so she can feel the love and, and know what you loved. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you loved the podcast. And if you did, I would so appreciate you taking the time to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Let's spread the word about the power of hypnosis and brain reprogramming. Until next time, trust yourself and unleash your confidence.